Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, joined by you, Patterson. Hello. I'm Josh Brown. Hello. Hello. Now, across the last weekend, it was the DC Fandom Part 1, because they've split it in two. The next one's coming on September the 12th or something. Um, but there was all sorts of stuff to dive into. Obviously, because we're on What Culture Gaming, we're going to do the gaming stuff. Um, and I did put a tweet out as well, asking what people's general thoughts were on Gotham Knights, the sort of standalone Arkham-style game that's like a four-person brawler thing. Um, and also, Rocksteady Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Um, just We're just going to do a big old melting pot of opinions. So we're going to start with uh, Gotham Knights. Um, initial thoughts. Where were you guys at on uh, on watching the the reveal and everything? I know that you uh, you covered it on Sunday, you and but are you still yeah. covering? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, everyone knows. Everyone who's even vaguely familiar <laughs> with like me uh, will know that I've been waiting for this announcement for years and years now. And as someone mm -hmm. whose favorite Arkham game was always Arkham Origins, oh spicy take. Uh, I was always <laughs> looking forward to what WB Montreal had in store. You know, given how high profile all the leaks and cancellations regarding their other projects were i was desperate and anxious to see um what they had in store so i'm finally i'm, I'm really happy it's finally out there in the open um oh, we've been waiting i was that. a little bit trepidatious oh god like uh i mean arkham origins came out in 2013 mm. and then we thought that they were working on suicide squad and in the period of time we've had since that game released they worked on the DLC for Arkham Knight. They had a Suicide Squad game cancelled. They had the Damian Wayne game cancelled. There was those Arkham rumours as well relating to Batman and the Court of Owls. And now we've gotten into Gotham Knights, which is a brand new thing away from the previous Arkham continuity. Basically, the thing I'm trying to say here is that even though I potentially, you know, what could have been will always be more interesting to me, I think this is right. a very exciting direction for them to take. And again, I'm just relieved that it's out there in the open and it's actually happening. And there are definitely different parts of the reveal that got me very excited. And there was a period, there was a point in the reveal where I was like, have they been bugging my conversations? Because one of my biggest criticisms of Arkham Knight was that I thought the first, the opening act was amazing. Mm -hmm. And then... I, I was kind of annoyed that they dangled the prospect of killing Batman right in front of my nose and they didn't do it. And now we have a game where Batman is dead, you know, take that as you yeah. will, and you play as the Bat Family, which is amazing to me because I loved it, Grace, I love all these characters. And um, again, co-op, that was one thing that I really wanted from the Arkham games before. So I'm glad that it's only going to be two-player co-op as well. It's not four-player, mm -hmm. so you can only join with one other person. But should incentivize, you know, that kind of intimacy in regards to how the story is being told. But on the whole, very excited, looking forward to seeing what they have in store, especially with the Bat Cycle. But at the same time, kind of considering... Oh, what could have been if maybe they'd been able to do a Damian Wayne Arkham game? And I'm still trying to reconcile <laughs> all of this in my head with the uh -huh. fact that 
it's not set in the Arkham verse, which I think, which I think makes perfect sense for Montreal as a studio because their big criticism, you know, for Arkham Origins, even though the game was fantastic, was that, you know, it was still Rocksteady's baby and they were kind of yeah. messing around with it. And I'm trying to reconcile that with the fact that the Arkham verse is still going with Suicide Squad, even though aesthetically it looks way different to the previous Arkham That's games. I can't really quite wrap my head around why it's still <laughs> set in the Arkham verse. But anyway, I'll stop now. I'm excited. Very excited, man. I will very quickly say that I'm not Ben Roy Turner, even though the label does say so in the corner of this frame. But I will say on behalf of Ben Roy Turner that he hates Gears of War and he, he wants the whole world to know. Josh, what did you think of uh, Gotham Knights? Well, Scott, like both of you, right, there was a moment um, late last week before Fandom actually kicked off, and I saw that a bunch of stuff about Gotham Knights um, had leaked, like, online, and I realized at that point I didn't need to look at it. You know what I mean? We've been doing this for, <laughs> what, three, four years oh, now like covering this game and what could have been. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I saw I saw it so close to it being officially announced, and I thought, this is a chapter of my life that's over. And thankfully, <laughs> I'm, I'm pleased, to be honest, but no, I am the Gotham Knights trailer I thought was... And the gameplay um, surprised me because we've covered it so much. I kind mm. of had some of the excitement sapped out of me in a way because we've had, like you and said, a bunch of different potentials as to what this project could have been. And even though I'm still looking forward to this, it's kind of like I've heard so much about it. I kind of just I just want to get it out of my system. But I was completely shocked by how kind of gripped I was by it because I thought the framing device of Batman being dead or whatever was so kind of like confidently done. The um, presentation was so strong. The delivery was so strong. The idea of kind of having the Bat family come together, overcome their differences, overcome their differences with Bruce especially and kind of step up, I suppose, is a really interesting hook for me. And I like like you and said, I love the idea that it is one or two players and not kind of four. Like, you know, it's going to get uh, comparisons to the Avengers because, of course, yeah. it is. So a Suicide Squad. But for me, um, I like that I can play it either solo or with one other person. And it doesn't rely on me on being online or having this multiplayer element. And I can hopefully get a lot out of it um, from a solo experience. When um, you saw riding through the streets of Gotham with pedestrians and the the look of it. I just thought this is so strong. This looks so good. I want to get lost in this world. Hopefully they do it well. I have a few, you know, niggles with the likes of the way they kind of introduced um, the leveling and you've got like the little numbers and stuff, which is a pet peeve. But unlike the Avengers keep going back to it, everything doesn't seem to be built around it in kind of such a surface level way here. I thought everything from the presentation of the Mr. Freeze fight to the Mr. Freeze level with everything icing over, I thought that had so much kind of inspiration behind it and creativity behind it that it kind of um, overcame what could be quite corporate mandated by the books game design or, you know, <laughs> in the broad strokes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like when I saw Ghost of Tsushima and I thought, why are they taking all of these UI elements from Assassin's Creed? But then obviously you get the actual game in those are there, but he uses them in such a kind of confident and interesting way where it's more than just kind of what they reflect or what they kind of stand for, you know, if that makes sense. I'm like hoping that going forward, there'll be a push away from numerics because it's for me, that's the, that's some of the most outdated off-putting stuff. Like I'll, I'll just be turning those things off. Like I just, I don't want to see levels above people. I don't want to be, oh, that person's too high a level to stealth kill. Like, but I've got a blade. Let me stab them in the face with it. I always think that stuff's really weird. Like that was just something that broke Assassin's Creed. Um, so yeah, there was a couple of things I was going to throw in here from um, some of the Twitter replies from people 
um, offering their own thoughts and stuff. And this one's from JWT, who says, why are they going down the Assassin's Creed Odyssey route of enemies with levels, etc.? Sick of this being put in every action game now to keep people grinding. Um, Dylan Todd said, it looks way too much like Marvel's Avengers for me, not to be skeptical. Um, those level numbers and crafting materials got me shook, um, which that was the thing for me where I was like, oh God, don't make another one of these games. Because like, like Josh said, it's the, uh, when Avengers, the way Avengers has done it is the most it is for the for me it feels like the most corporate way you could have done that stuff and to the point where the, the loot itself is invisible but you are just grinding out numbers forever um, and that stuff just feel, it feels off-putting and like i said i remember assassin's creed origins where it's like oh you can't actually stealth kill this guy because the level's too high and um, so i hope that they don't go down that route too much and i hope it doesn't feel too grindy and things like that but i mean the combat we know the combat is immaculate and it's like all they need to do is really like vary up the character pool um and there is that distinction in terms of the level design where at least they've actually made levels and not just big open space i was gonna say i think the big thing for this the idea of a leveling system and all mm. that i think it really lends itself well to an open world style game and i say that because they bring in back if you look at the gameplay demo they revealed um the crimes in progress thing will be coming back from back mm. Arkham Origins. so you'll have petty crimes to stop and then have obviously all the different villain storylines as well i think if you can make it as organic as possible it won't be an issue and obviously when we were talking about the Avengers game, I think months ago before the beta even dropped, there was that idea of, oh, if you can make this organic as if you're living yeah. in a real evolving open world where you have to react to different crimes with your friends and then level up that way, this could be very good. Obviously playing the beta, you know, it, it is a little bit more restricted and isolated in terms of which environments do what, but I have no doubt that one, one of those one scroll can make this Gotham feel lived in mm -hmm. and exciting to explore and definitely, you know, make you inhabit the idea of, I am going to uh, team up with my friends and basically look after Gotham in Batman's absence and really kind of sell that and integrate it, like you say, not just in a corporate way, but integrate it properly. Although I do think that, you know, it would be easy to look at how Warner Brothers have pursued both these games and taking, you know, obviously we all have rumors and conjecture regarding what happened to both Montreal and Rock City over the past, you know, five years or so. But at the end of the day, I still think both studios are incredibly talented and they can make it work. So yeah, that was my, my big excitement for this game is that new interpretation of Batman kind of going in there um, and hopefully they can make the it all integrates seamlessly. Do you think it's weird the way that they've sort of, like, obviously I, I have a whole theory for how Arkham Knight's going to fold into Suicide Squad, which I'll get to in a bit, but do you think it's strange the way that they've opened with like, hey, Batman is dead, like that was the big way Arkham Knight ended, but it's not in the Arkhamverse and then they are carrying on the Arkhamverse with Suicide Squad, but that game looks completely different. <laughs> is it just kind of, they want to kind of have their cake and eat it too? Like, hey, remember the Arkham games? We're kind of playing on that, but we're kind of not in two different ways. It was kind of odd watching it, um, mostly because I'd kind of forgotten the bulk of Arkham Knight's ending. So when I was going <laughs> through it, I was kind of like wondering, is it is it tied to what's come before? And I was like, but the character models look completely different. It can't be. And obviously they explained that it's that it's not, but they are kind of, you know, they, they know what the aesthetic is. They know what the brand is. And they're clearly not trying to move too far away from that. And I think for, for me, I'm kind of all right with that. As long as it's, if, if it's inspired by the Arkham games, that's okay. But I think this is very much kind of, doing its own thing where it counts, you know what I mean? Like with the, with the designs of the characters or whatever, or like their integration into the story. And, and the fact that they aren't kind of weighed down by what came before, like you put it perfectly at the beginning, they're not just dabbling in Rocksteady's kind of playground or sandpit anymore. They can take inspiration from that, sure. They can have a identifiable superhero brand, sure, but they're not going to be constrained by what the big boys are doing, you know? Mm. They're not going to be constrained by someone else's mythology. They can ultimately 
you know, be influenced by it if they want, but at the end of the day, have final say on what they can and uh, can't do, which is, it's funny because the setups, quite, it's not similar to Avengers, but like they're, they're both kind of treading in this kind of idea that a major character has died. You know, Batman has died. Captain America yeah. has died. And obviously they haven't, but it's, it's kind of weird how when I was shown this in the Avengers, I was never convinced by it. And yet I've had a single trailer for Gotham Knights and I buy into it. And I don't <laughs> right. know what's fundamentally different, but I just, I felt like everything with the Gotham Knights trailer felt more confident. It clicked more. The character models looked good. The world looked well-realized. The story fit with that whole presentation style. It didn't seem like something that came after to kind of justify a progression system or something. And I might be totally wrong, but on first kind of impressions, mm-hmm. I, I, I believed more in Gotham Knights. The one thing that I, that's strange is like if you were because I don't, I barely trust Warner Brothers to not be corporate as hell. Like I just think that ever since they put uh, microtransaction fatalities in Mortal Kombat, I was like, okay, like I, I see what you're doing. And like you know, they had the whole orc loot boxes in Shadow of War. So it's like I don't yeah. trust them to yeah, not monetize the hell out of this. Um, and it does make me wonder, like you know, if you're those publishers and you're aware that the the, the big Avengers game is coming at the end of this year, um, it's kind of strange or it kind of lines up that both of their major uh, DC properties like this and Suicide Squad are both like you know almost squad based games that are going to tap into or rival avengers um avengers response reception hasn't been that great so it's it, it's going to be kind of weird if that meets out in a strange way like you know if, yeah. if um, the competition just isn't really there anymore but it, this does feel more confident but yeah i just i kind of want more story from it like what like i get the whole protect gotham thing and i love that about arkham knight and um, ping ponging between different people even though the the what all in one night thing felt a bit weird but um it did feel like you were protecting gotham and i like the idea of that but like what's the overarching thing other than just fighting waves of enemies or fighting a boss every now and then like for me there's gonna have to be something else yeah i mean the court of owls are the perfect antagonist for Mm. this game i'm really excited to see them actually be introduced and done well and you know i think it's been heavily theorized at this point that you know if we're going to suspend our disbelief that batman is dead it looks almost like the court of owls might be involved in a little bit of resurrection there um because the talons are basically undead assassins and it wouldn't surprise me if maybe at the end of the game you fight an undead batman and you snap him out of his brainwashing and then he comes back and does that there's all sorts of different stuff going into here we know for a fact that um the Court of Owls, like I said, are a faction. We know that Mr. Freeze has his own thing going on. We know that um, there, are, there have been teasers for the League of Assassins, which I think might tie in potentially to Red Hood as well, given that they've confirmed in the, in the bios that he was resurrected by Rachel Ghoul here, mm-hmm. which was the thing that was introduced in the Under, Red, Under the Red Hood movie, then became a comics thing in 2011 with the New 52. And then uh, there were teasers for Two-Face as well. So I think um, it's going to be interesting. I think if they can make it almost seem like you, you know, Gotham is constantly threatening to spill over, but it's not going to be all in one night because I find that trope was done to death by the time we were finished with Ark. I just couldn't buy into the fact that Batman had done this literally this much in one night. You know, it, yeah. it's impossible. So I'm glad that we maybe get the idea of, you know, living that superhero fantasy over a period of time and really, um, watching these characters grow over a longer period of time as well, mm. not just processing stuff in one night. So yeah, again, and my favorite Batman stories tend to revolve around the Bat family and the idea that, you know, for as much as, you know, people tend to typecast Batman as a broody loner boy, he is also a big family man. And I like to see his legacy honored by these different characters. And also, also my last thing here, I'm going to be so annoyed if Batwoman is not in this game because <laughs> Kate Kane is so cool. <laughs> And there are so many different Bat Family characters they could plug into here, but particularly mm. Batwoman, I think, makes a lot of sense to include here if they do go down that route. They already teased Randy Montoya, she does have a little speaking cameo. So, you know, hopefully the question gets in there too. I don't know, but again, I'm just excited. Yeah, that's the whole thing. 
saying if you've perfected this combat model then it, it, why not like it's uh, there's there's enough of that sort of uh, platform for content in a good way that you could sort of plug additional characters and storylines and stuff into it and there was one quick thing i was going to mention and um, came from stacy k and um, who said they're hoping the gameplay of gotham knights works similar to shadow of mordor um, and that they nail the rpg elements like shadow did and we could be in for a very very good game and um, if they screw it up it'll be a huge letdown but at that comparison to shadow of mordor reminded me of the really old batman game that got canned the one that was uh, initially going to be done by monolith using the shadow of mordor 10 mm -hmm. i think it was before mordor and the idea that batman would like, be using this sort of joker gas or whatever it was to convince people to work for him and it was all you know moving chess pieces around it was like the nemesis system in mordor um and i kind of wonder if um somewhere along the way those properties have, have came across and they've started to do that because that was like you know we've had so many rumors across the last few years um but the idea of that's the way the open world would work the city of gotham is like constantly under different um power structures and sort of back and forth and power vacuums and you're responding to different things i like the idea of that stuff because Mordor always felt like you were interacting with a net of you know different characters that were sort of like rising and falling in terms of their influence um, so yes. might be a way for them to go say hello to a new era of mental health care cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100 online you'll experience the all-new cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's a nice way to sort of make Gotham or whatever, whatever feel alive, you know what I mean? Mm. Like when it comes to kind of these live service games or whatever, or something that is so open, sometimes it can feel like the world is static and you're literally just waiting to get your level up before you can go and take on Two-Face or whatever, who's level 30 because you're only level 15. And I feel you're like adding... you this... Josh. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Oh, God. And I feel like adding this um, <laughs> extra element, right? Adding this um, extra element of, you know, world building when it comes to, like, this nemesis system or playing the chess piece of Gotham and, ha and having villains and lieutenants rise and fall. It's, it's, it's been done. It is a bit mm -hmm. of a gimmick, but it's, it's very... It's an easy way to make your world feel alive and breathing and reactive to what you're doing and you're not just getting off content and then progressing to it and ignoring everything else you've done. 
so many uh, games like well the nemesis system has barely been iterated on like obviously they did it in shadow of war mafia 3 has kind of a version of it in terms of the different lieutenants and stuff but it's not the same like uh, the the shadow games did it so much better it's such a great system to do stuff with i just think that shadow of, of war sort of just kind of shot the bed a little bit in terms of all the um the orc loot boxes and put a lot of people off and um, we should talk about the suicide squad game though considering that we've been waiting for rocksteady's next project for i mean 20 arkham knight was 2015 um and there was apparently like uh, you know there was a superman game with some point they got knocked back and so they ended up doing the suicide squad thing um yeah what were you both you guys initial thoughts on because we only got a cg cutscene in the end i thought they would do some gameplay although i do think that the character model stuff is in game or with the game with the um character models that they're going to use in engine um i just well i hope that anyway um but while you guys are thinking of the way that they sort of showed it off after such yeah. a long time I was, um, I was, it was kind of like, it was sometimes during the reveal, it was a little bit like the Futurama Snoo Snoo gif. I've made that joke like three times across like different <laughs> videos of the, over the fandom thing where it was like mm -hmm. grinning, then grimacing, then grinning, then grimacing. And overall, I was very happy with what they showed off. Mm -hmm. um, my only doubt at the moment is the use of firearms for characters that doesn't make sense to have firearms with. Like Captain Boomerang should not have a gun. King Shark right. is a shark. He doesn't need to use big cleavers or guns or whatever. Let me very quickly outline one thing. Cause they, yeah, they, in the game, in the, I was gonna say in the gameplay, in the reveal they barely yeah. said what the game is you got very little from that cg trailer but in the press release it describes it as an action adventure shooter with up to four players in online co-op yeah so in the full panel reveal uh sefton hill who is still the creative director he mentioned that it's gonna be a like kind of like a third person action game with third person shooter elements which is fine because you know the, the suicide squad of course mainly the characters involved are going to use guns that's a big thing with the team mm -hmm. you know Deadshot, harley quinn um half the other characters that are going to be included eventually at some point i imagine as well i just don't think it makes sense for every character to be given a gun it's a weird design choice in my head but again the thing that really stood out to me with that reveal was how sharp the the writing was mm -hmm. um i went in to this reveal um basically kind of being like i really really don't want an edgy dark dc game and i think it's you know for as much as i love rocksteady as a studio i do think that arkham knight veered too much they indulged themselves too much with this mm -hmm. like ultra grim dark fantasy uh with batman that i felt really leaned into some uh, obnoxious tropes around the character not to say that the gameplay wasn't stellar because it was but i just mm -hmm. thought that narratively it didn't really gel with me and the same kind of alarm bells went off in my head when i saw that evil superman and stuff but you know even as much as i desperately want a happy superman game movie or whatever or for something to really Someday. embrace the character's inherent you know inherent good nature um i thought it was hilarious i thought it was really funny the way they introduced him um the writing is so sharp the voice acting is stellar as well and um i just completely i completely popped my ass off the bit where <laughs> he comes up and king shark's like look it's superman superman is saving that pilot and then literally <laughs> just sees him get burnt alive and he just goes mm like that like that is really funny and i'm really looking forward to the dialogue there you know we mm -hmm. don't know much about the game but you know in terms of an initial lineup that's i'm very excited about that and i think it's very funny very charming very witty um and again i'm ultimately here for more dc experiences that i can play with my pals because i i enjoy playing with friends mm -hmm. josh what was your uh, your takeaway I, I don't know man i keep going back and forth like in the moment, I was really hyped for it, but like the more I think about it, I just, I just don't know. Ultimately, I just need to see more. Like judging mm. on what we've seen so far, and in context of you know Rocksteady's history, or whatever. I thought the trailer was pretty good. Like, um, I, like you and I wasn't sure I was here for another story about um Superman being brainwashed into being evil or anything like that. But I thought the banter between the Suicide Squad was um like really well done. I thought it was uh you know quite sharp when it came to the jokes, the gags, and Superman killing that dude. You know, for as much as we've seen that done 
Uh, I thought he still managed to make it quite funny and quite fresh. Now, I'm here for the idea of hunting down the Justice League. I think that could add, you know, some interesting elements between the uh, the characters' relationships as well as kind of Metropolis and your progression through it, taking mm. each one down as a kind of boss or whatever. But there are some just kind of like weird and wonky elements that are inherent to the trailer and this game's announcement, I suppose. Like the, this, the whole shooter thing, I agree mm. it's kind of odd. The fact that it is, you know, four players and I'm pretty sure you'll always have the full team around you even if yeah. you're not playing um, co-op or multiplayer or whatever. Like I, I, I can see... That the, gave me Division vibes. <laughs> well, this is it. I can see the potential for it to go down a Division or Destiny route where you need kind of like these people and it's going to be sort of a loot grind or whatever. But uh, obviously, that's just my cynicism um, shining through. <laughs> and obviously, it's the fact that this game is, what, five years out from Arkham Knight now, and it's got a 2022 release date, which is probably going to get pushed to 2023 because we know how these things work hmm. by now. Mm. And that's kind of a strange thing from an, from an optics perspective. You know what I mean? Like, Rocksteady, this big studio, came out with three stellar Batman games on top of the world. They're nothing for kind of like seven years like it's we we know like us three know and the people who have been following this channel know that there's been a lot of inner turmoil when it comes to productions from both wb montreal and rocksteady and mm-hmm. um, in fact like these games were more or less switched originally wb montreal was mm-hmm. working on a suicide squad game now it's the other way around we know this only got started properly at the end of 2016 and 2017 but it's kind of like just because we know doesn't make it any kind of it's still a strange time to unveil it when you don't have that much to show considering the amount of time we've waited, I guess. They could have maybe just held back a bit longer. But I guess at some point, they're just like, it's been five years, like half a decade. Like at some point, we need to just let people know that something is coming. Um, But yeah, the the additional two-year waiting time is obviously a bit of a sting, but you know, it'll always be worth it. It's always worth it to give games the time in the oven. Um, But yeah, I mean, like I said before, I mean, um, the way that they're they're describing it, uh, it's a signature character-driven story gameplay with third-person shooter action. I just, it's very vague, but like, I still, they, they then got to say it's going to be an all new experience, which makes me think that they are taking the old school melee combat stuff, um, other stuff from the Arkham games and adding in like third person shooting. And hopefully that hybrid is something that we quote unquote haven't seen before. Um, but again, I just don't trust Warner Brothers. And there's a weird thing too, in terms of, you know, you cited like the switch over in production um, and the fact that they've rebooted Suicide Squad in the in the movie, I, I, you know, in, in the Hollywood, as you can say, in the DCEU, uh, on the big screen as well. Um, that makes me think that Warner Brothers are just like, a Suicide Squad is our youthful franchise. We need to plug, this is our God into the Galaxy. Yes. We need to do everything for this. Um, and I, I don't buy that yet. Um, yeah. How much the movie was a failure. But yeah, I don't know if, that's, if that comes across as well. I mean, the synergy, the corporate synergy elements yes. are definitely on, on display. You know, we have a Batman game releasing in 2021 the same year. But the, is the Batman coming out next year or is it 2022? I can't remember. 21 currently, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we have a Batman game coming out the same year the Batman movie is out. I think Suicide, The Suicide Squad also comes out next year. I can't remember now. I've completely lost all track of time <laughs> again. Future, past, present, it means nothing anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, we obviously, we've got a Suicide Squad game coming out of that. But, yeah, I mean... Obviously, we'll never know. I mean, until maybe, you know, years from now where someone writes a big expose on what actually went down at both studios when the games come out and we have like, the post-mortem on both of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't know what went what went down during the past, you know, five years. You know, for a fact, I think it's fairly concrete that Warner Brothers Montreal were working on Suicide Squad. WB, for whatever reason, weren't content with that. And now they've gone and done Gotham Knights and after doing the Damian Wayne game. And it seems as though both projects were pushed, you know, into that place to ensure longevity in terms of, you know, that, that post 
release cycle, and it's very easy to see both games as platforms that can then be built on. You know, Rocksteady are calling this a game that is story-driven, which is fine. I, I want to see, you could call the Avengers project or the upcoming Avengers game story-driven as well, but, you know, obviously you can talk about all the different things going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It is a very weird thing how it's kind of swapped around. And I, I feel as though, you know, the rumors going into this was that one of us were going to launch a brand new shared DC games universe. But then have kind of, that's not happening because they're maintaining the Arkhamverse. And then we're going to have Gotham Knights yeah, Gotham as well. Like its own thing. And it's, it's the same thing that I'm kind of like trying to quantify in my head is that, yes, I think it's great that DC are adopting that multiverse approach when it comes to the films, but I don't think they have anything to lose when it comes to maybe um, bringing stuff together games wise and that's not to say that you know i don't want to see uh, different studios coming with their own interpretations of these characters i absolutely want to and gotham knights is such a breath of fresh air in that regard visually it just looks so colorful and bright and comic booky which i'm very here for Mm -hmm. but so does the suicide squad and it, it's just weird in my head because we know that Warner Brothers One Show also have another project on the go as well, um, which could be Justice League potentially. Um, okay. We know that they have another project in store. They reference the Justice League in Gotham Knights's like little character bios, like Robin's using Justice mm-hmm. League Watchtower tech to get around or whatever. So again, I, the strategy is difficult to discern from where I'm standing. I just hope at the end of the day, both games are great. But it is a little difficult to wrap my head around, especially when, you know, us three have kind of been trying to pick apart every single little detail and oh, yeah. and what's happened and what's been cancelled and what hasn't gone through and trying to figure out the thought processes from the publishers in regards to that. I don't mm. know. I just yeah, my, my thing is just like I said, I just don't trust Warner Brothers. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of um companies trying to chase the squad shooter thing at the minute. Like obviously ever since Destiny, Avengers has very much gone down that route. Anthem tried it as well. There's just it's a very bankable thing if you can get it right, but there are so many failures in the in the attempt to get that stuff right. Like um uh what it's not called Warzone. What's that thing that blew up that I can't think of the name of that begins with a W, Josh? What's it um, called? Which, which thing? I don't well, know. Thing thing Warframe is. is the thing I was yes. trying to think of. Warframe took the hell off, and that thing's been a big deal for a while. And um, I think a lot of people are trying to chase that because that's still in the, the Steam top 10 and has been for years. And um, speaking of figuring out thought processes, I'm going to throw a theory at you. And um, because Suicide Squad does take place after uh, Arkham Knight, uh, or at least it's in the Arkhamverse, let's, let's assume that it's after Arkham Knight when Batman is quote unquote dead. Um, although he then does come back in the true ending, the 100% completion ending for Arkham Knight, being a bit wacky using the Scarecrow toxic uh, toxins or whatever to freak out some bandit people and save some people um, and the game just sort of ends the true ending with him being this like monstrous spectral version of himself what if Brainiac was in control the whole time and what if that's their pivot into the Suicide Squad and actually the reason he was insane the reason all the fans didn't like it doesn't matter because it was Brainiac <laughs> don't worry about it yeah yeah it seems it seems neat enough I've, I have no major problems with that you know what I mean if you can yeah. pull that off and get some kind of connective tissue to that ending of this game <laughs> By all means, by because all means. I mean, they, they mentioned that Superman exists. Obviously, they mentioned like Green Arrow and, and there's other people as well. But like, you know, they, they might as well. Uh, otherwise, there's not much point tying it to the Arkhamverse because they look completely different. Um, yeah. my, my spicy take is that when I looked at that footage, if you told me it was a Fortnite DLC pack, I would have believed you. Like, that was my thing. Because um, it just it does look hyper colorful. And that's, that's great. But like, it, it needs more of an identity, I think, which it can get in terms of gameplay mechanics and, and tying it to the Arkhamverse, which for as much as like, you know, you said you and like they went down that sort of more, almost like morose tone, um, yes. at least it was rock studies uh, to some degree anyway, at least in the game space. Yeah, I mean, I think the, from that trailer, I thought captured the nature of the Suicide Squad pretty well, to be mm-hmm. fair. Um, and, you know, the 
the, the whole deal with the team is a dirty dozen style premise where you get bad people to do ostensibly good to morally ambiguous things. And um, I, I, I guess the main thing holding me back, I and mean, it's not that I'm not looking forward to the game because I am, it's just that there are certain decisions that I'm not too just keen on. I feel as though Brainiac as the villain is a little bit weird. After right. Injustice 2 had Brainiac mm-hmm. as the villain, I feel as though an evil Superman story is a little bit weird, given that both Injustice games had an evil Superman. We had mm-hmm. Brightburn the other year. Um, and it and just Injustice seems to be, League itself, the movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and in Justice League, you know, he comes back as an evil Batman for a little bit as well. So again, you know, I, I totally have full faith that Rock City can make those narrative choices work and really own them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, you know, if I'm going to be a little childish brat about it, I'm just going to say it's not potentially the game that I would have asked for. I would have probably wanted something else. But at the same time, you know, I thought the trailer was really funny. I'm looking mm. forward to playing the ever-loving crap out of uh, King Shark because I'm just enjoying all the King Shark <laughs> content we're getting shark. everywhere. You have your shark it's, to oh, it's, it's down. It's down there. Okay. He's, he's, he's resting. He's um, so, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still excited. I'm making it sound as though I'm, I'm quite down on it, but... I don't know. Like, I, I, well, there I mean, is, it, yeah. it was like a mixed bag reveal. Like you, and I, yeah, you want to be psyched for it. I just, I think as someone who doesn't know anything about the Suicide Squad, in terms of my, my reference point is the, is the movie, the terrible movie from a couple of years ago, um, which obviously did a massive disservice to what that IP should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, that's it. Like, you know, in terms of trying to sell me on these characters, like, you know, I, I fought Deadshot in a, um, in some Arkham games, but like, you know, it's, it's very little. So like um, in terms of releasing something now and being like, this is why you need to care. It didn't massively grab me other than, yeah, a giant shark and some pants is cool but I, i'm gonna need a, like a little bit more going forward but i think they need to just show some gameplay i just i have to assume it's in a pretty rough state if they couldn't show anything at all um, unless that has been more yeah they're gonna hold back until it's near the release date and um, what are your closing thoughts on the um fandom stuff to sort of round it out are you looking forward to part two do you think we'll get more stuff because they have said that they're doing a 24-hour thing and video games are part of that so they i kind of thought maybe they're holding back on the gameplay portion until next uh, until the next time it was a cool endeavor, I thought. I didn't actually watch much, much, much of it, but the idea of like dominating that weekend in terms of news and having all of these genuinely high-profile, mostly very good trailers and reveals, like considering considering we're in a year without you know a proper E3 and Comic Con kind of like came and went, I think this across all of the different industries and mediums was the most confident, well put together um, reveal that we've had like so far, and I think mm-hmm. this could set a precedent, hopefully for the um, companies going forward because it, it didn't feel slight. It felt big. It felt impactful. And for the first time in a long time, I actually felt normal waking up to like news. <laughs> that wasn't just abhorrent, abject misery. There were a yeah. few little nuggets of niceness in there about Gotham Knights or, you know, silly things that are ultimately inconsequential in the grand scheme of things, but which <laughs> did make me feel like a human being. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a good point. I think um, bringing the furs, especially, you know, it's very unlikely that we'll get to go to an American Comic Con style thing anytime soon, mm-hmm. and I thought that it was a great celebration of DC. Um, I was very kind of there was lots of different things that happened in the build up to the event that kind of took the shine off it for me. Me and Josh reported mm-hmm. the other week on what culture comics about the numerous layoffs that have hit the comics side of things, um, but I was pleasantly surprised to see the comics given plenty of spotlight at the event. You know, we had a lot of panels and stuff that really kind of you know the second panel that they had was about you know the Sandman universe with Neil Gaiman, so that was pretty impressive, and we had different. Cool, yeah bits of announcements about milestone media coming back or whatever um i definitely want to see it again you know i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have in store at part two i would doubt that we'd get any suicide squad gameplay for now because in my mind you know 
in terms of looking at how Warner Brothers are going to market their upcoming games, it makes much more sense to really hammer the home, hammer home Gotham Knights. And yes. then, you know, I, I definitely think the Suicide Squad announcement was just to be like, you know, a relief. It's like, it's out in the open now. It's, this is a thing, it's actually happening, mm-hmm. you know, whereas Gotham Knights is obviously, you know, more along in terms of production. So I'm not expecting as many big bombshell announcements in the next one, but certainly going forward, I would like to see more of these things, it, it, regardless of some of the cringe that went on with the Snyder Cut <laughs> and other stuff. It yeah, the um, that's what I was gonna say. That the Will Arnett stuff after the Suicide Squad trailer, where they're just on the phone to him and stuff. I was like, I don't need this. No one needs this. We're only waiting for more gameplay. But um, yeah, I mean, it definitely proves to any company like that that you can absolutely dominate a media cycle for a short portion of time, providing you can you know line up enough things in a row. Um, but yeah, the next event is I think it's September twelfth for the other half, yep. and uh, and we'll keep an eye on stuff. But let us know what you think down in the comments below. What did you think of the DC fandom, and what do you think of Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad? Kill the Justice League from what you've seen so far. But now this has been the World Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ewan Patterson. Bye. <laughs> and Josh Brown. Farewell. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. So long. Farewell. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>